Hello, hello, Guardians. I am Ransom Rider playing my favorite game, Destiny 2. Guys, I want to welcome you to our very first podcast. Uh, this is the Coterie of Arms Symposium, the Coterie Symposium, and I'm excited to be hosting it tonight and to be hanging out with really some fantastic Guardians. I want to say hello to Faded. Faded, how are you, buddy? Hello, hello. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. A big shout out. It's good to have you here, Faded. A big shout out to Havoc Otter. How are you, Havoc? I'm good. How are you? It's good to be here. Doing good. Thank you for being here with us tonight. And a big shout out to Val, ATL. How are you, Val? I'm doing good, Ransom. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, thank you for being here. I, I have to say, I'm excited about our first podcast, and I want to give a big shout out to all of our viewers and everyone that has played with us in the past multiple years. I mean, it has been, what, seven years for many of us, uh, even multiple years, two or three for beginners. And we have played recently with people that, you know, are new to Destiny. But a big thank you and shout out to each and every one of them. I kind of wanted to get to know who we're talking with tonight, let you get to know them. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm Ransom Ryder. I am a long-term Destiny player. I started in D1 back in almost the golden age. If you're a Destiny player, you know, we've had a golden age. Uh, some ups and downs, but I started a very long time ago as a wee, wee guardian and I progressed, I grew. But just a little bit of background about me. I started out, guys, with a 2600 Atari. I played Pong. I played Pong with a very simple controller, a very simple machine. Back in the day when my mom said, you're gonna destroy my TV with that. But that did not hold me because I lived in an area of the country that was beautiful, lush, lakes, streams, mountains, hiking, fishing, biking, running, jogging, you name it. We had it in the great outdoors, so I didn't continue with that until I hit high school. And in high school, the quarter arcades really came into being and the first quarter that I dropped into a machine at the arcade, it was Pac-Man. I played Pac-Man. I played Miss Pac-Man, Dig Dug, Galaga, Space Invaders, you name it. I wished I could have all that money back because I spent hundreds of dollars in quarters on games uh, at at the you know the local corner game store. Uh, you know, there really was nothing like a GameStop or a store where gamers could go. So the arcade was it for us. But I got away from it, Guardians. I stepped away from that real life, university, working. Uh, it just pulled me away. I did keep consoles at home for the family, you know, for them to play on. And then I remember playing a little bit of Guitar Hero a few things, maybe on PS2, PS3. I had a Game Boy. Uh, I played maybe three or four games on that, put it into a drawer, gave it to a nephew, and never played it again. But a friend of mine came over one day and said, Ransom, Ransom, I've got to show you something. Crank up your Xbox 
and we started it up, downloaded Destiny, said, no, I know this is pricey, but you're going to like it. You're going to like it. And I said, okay, but you're going to owe me this money back if I don't like it. And I looked at it and really, Guardians, viewers, I liked it. It seemed to have phenomenal graphics. The gameplay was fun. My only drawback was I had not used a sophisticated Xbox controller. The PlayStation controllers, I was they were alien to me. They felt alien. So after getting into the game, creating my character, and guys, I was born a Titan, born a Titan. I started playing daily, an hour here, an hour there, then several hours a day. I was rotten. I was terrible. I would throw a grenade. It would land at my feet, explode and kill me. That's how bad I was. But I went every day, Guardians, to the Cosmodrome. I went to the Cosmodrome. I practiced with my weapons. I asked Havoc, who was my mentor. He's in chat tonight with us. He's in the stream. Uh, the podcast, I said, Havoc, you know, I need a cheat sheet. Write something down for me so I can know what all these buttons mean on the controller. It took me, you know, a while to get accustomed with it. It took a while. I got better. I practiced with those guns. I shot down the hive in the Cosmodrome. I took down the hive and the Dreadnought. I went in to Earth did the missions. I played the game. I improved. I got better. You know, I could throw a grenade. Although if you watch one of my recent videos in my live stream, when I went back into D1, you'd say, no, Ransom, you can't throw a grenade. <laughs> I killed myself just recently. Okay. I confess it. But that was my beginning of, of Destiny. And I want to share this last story before I turn it over to Faded. Uh, I was on the tower, you know, the original D1 tower back when it still stood in all of its glory. I went in one day and I thought, okay, I'm going to practice on this. This was very early. And I thought, I'm going to really surprise Havoc uh, when he comes to play the next time because I'm going to be so good in this game. I went to the tower to pick up bounties because... I mean, let's face it, get paid for what you do in game. You want those resources. Oh, yes. And uh, I picked up Guardians, you know, my resources, ran around and thought, where's the door? How do I get out of here? There has to be some type of gate that's going to transport me to the Cosmodrome. I fully <laughs> expected it to say Cosmodrome, you know, moon, Saturn. I knew there was going to be something there that I would step through and it would transport me to the planet. I ran all over the tower, up, down. I talked to Katie, the postal service. I talked to the gunsmith, the cryptarch, Aris Morn. Somebody showed me how to get out of here. I then picked up the phone in the real world, called Havoc and said, Havoc, how do I get off the tower? I'm stuck. I can't figure this out. <laughs> of course, that's how crazy I was as a new Titan. I know you guys are going to say, yep, crayons. He's been eating crayons. <laughs> 
But I learned how to get off the tower. I, you know, I simply shut my machine down and restarted it so I would be in space. That's how <laughs> that's how I got off the tower that first time because I was not able to reach havoc at work. But just some of my, you know, reminiscing about D1. The thing that made it so special was getting to play with Vol. It was getting to play with Havoc. It was meeting new people. And then in D2, I actually got to meet Faded. I remember seeing him out playing in the wild in Destiny 2. And his name at that time was Faded, F-A-T-E-D, Symphony. And I just thought, wow, what a phenomenal name. You know, I was thinking, I guess it was Beethoven that had the Faded Symphony. Mm -hmm. Faded, was it Beethoven? Is he the one that wrote that final I believe symphony? so. Yeah, it was a play on words, like Faded Symphony, like a symphony faded away, but with different So spelling. I invited Faded, like faded to the Coterie of Arms. And Faded, with that, I want to turn it over to you and just hear a little bit about you, your gaming experience, you know, and what keeps you in the game today. Take it away, Faded. Absolutely. Thank you, Ransom. So, hi, my name is Faded. I am a Destiny player, an avid Destiny player. And uh, I've been playing video games pretty much my whole life. Um, kind of picked it up on the Nintendo 64 back in the day. I believe one of the first games I really got into was The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, for any uh, Zelda fans out there. That was uh, one of the games that I really, really got into and just kind of captured my imagination and um, really committed a lot of time to it. From there, you know, I found that I really liked games where you could kind of collect uh, items. You know, I've always loved games where you can collect armor and uh, weapons, things of that nature, and especially rare armor and weapons. Um, you know, this is a little down the road, but Skyrim kind of game like that is awesome for, you know, collecting things like that. And video games have always been a great escape for me and, uh, I've always really enjoyed it, but, um, to take me to destiny, which is my absolute favorite game that I've ever played. Um, I actually saw a family member one day playing the Crota's in raid and I sat down and I watched him and I was just blown away by this game, the graphics, uh, the um, how all six people were having to work together to take down Crota, son of Oryx, and how excited they were when one of them got Gallarhorn at the end of the raid. And um, I had to play it. I had to get into this game and uh, see what, what it was all about. And sure enough, I did. I got it around the time of the Taken King. So King's Fall was really huge. I was in a clan that kind of focused on uh, doing King's Fall raids as much as possible. So I spent a lot of time on Orcs' Dreadnought, which is an incredible place, and um, just fell in love with Destiny. You know, I had all three characters on Destiny 1, and um, it was amazing, you know. And here I am today. Um, I met Ransom, like you said, out in the wild and got invited to the Coterie of Arms, and I'm so happy that I did because some of my best friends are in this game, and some of the greatest times I have are laughing with these guys. And uh, I just really enjoy it, and I'm very thankful and look forward to Lightfall and many more things to come. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, letting me be a part of it. Faded, what was your, what is your earliest memory of playing the game? Was it, where did you, did you go to the tower, and what character did you create initially? What did you start? Yeah, my very first character was a warlock, 
because I thought the Void Walker was so cool. I had to try out the Nova Bomb because I saw people doing it, and I just thought it was incredible. So I made a Warlock, and yes, I, I definitely went to the tower. And I think one of the thir- first things I really hopped into was the Strike playlist and the Strike-specific loot, which to this day I still think is an incredible part of Destiny 1. And um, the thing I wanted to go for, which caused the creation of my hunter very soon after was the flare cloaks from the dust palace strike um they were beautiful and there was one for void arc and solar and um i played strike after strike after strike because back in the day you couldn't just pick the dust palace you had to wait till it wrapped back around in the playlist so it was a true grind and something that i love about destiny when I finally got that first flare cloak to drop, the arc one, it, the feeling is like no other. And, uh, and faded. It was it was rough, tough going to get that, wasn't it? Yes, yes. It was a true grind. It, it didn't take five strikes. It didn't take ten. It maybe didn't even take twenty. I, I couldn't tell you the amount that it took, but uh, it was awful. Took a wasn't while. It? Yes, but it was so worth it. Uh, th- those were amazing and one thing that I love about destiny and that, that flare, that cloak for the hunter that was so sought after and wanted. It almost made me want to play a hunter for a little while. Almost, almost. Mm-hmm. It was the I, mean, sole I reason. remember that being just the thing you had to have when you zoned back into the tower, you know, yeah. you ran around with that cloak on. Absolutely. Now that takes me over to Havoc Otter, Havoc underscore Otter, who does play probably 90% of your time. I think Havoc <laughs> would definitely be a hunter. A true and hunter, yes. I remember you going after that cloak. Everybody, uh, let's let Havoc Otter introduce himself and tell us a little bit about uh, his dealings and goings on in Destiny and Destiny 2. Take it away, Havoc. <laughs> Hey guys, I am Havoc Otter, and and my dealings in Destiny One and Destiny Two. Um, that well, I mean, I've played Destiny since um it has come out, and I played a little bit of the beta, um, and I really liked it, and I just thought it's and it still is like a game that is like a loot shooter or a looter shooter game that just kind of feels like it has a really strong community, and I think that's kind of what drew me more into the de- destiny atmosphere and that's really i think what just keeps me playing and coming back to destiny because i do take my breaks i do play a lot i've played video games since as before i can remember and i love just about everything i'm uh like rpgs skyrim faded uh faded mentioned skyrim i absolutely yes. loved skyrim i just loved it and games like that were are still my favorite but you know, just just Destiny's community and, you know, there's still a sense of wonder. It may not be as prevalent as it was in Destiny 1, but there is still like a sense of wonder and amazement that Destiny 2 still gives people. And it's really a joy to see. And even to do what we're doing now with podcasts and YouTube and all that stuff and meeting all these people in the community, not just like Destiny's community, but like the community that we're shaping up now has been a really cool thing to see and really enjoyable. Didn't you yeah. really, I know this is going back, but I know you have roots in EverQuest. Oh yeah. Yeah. I played EverQuest for a long time. 
I don't remember. I think it truly was the first game I, I ever like sat down and played. I'm sure there was a lot. I had an N64. I had Game Boys and stuff like that. But I think EverQuest like is the game that like shaped a lot of my my gaming habits for sure. It's very much did like you play that havoc. How long did you play EverQuest? Oh, I still occasionally play EverQuest. I'm, I'm probably. I mean, it's it's older than I am. I feel like. Um, so it's older than thirty years old. I think at this point they just had like their thirty fifth or thirty sixth anniversary. And um, but I I've, I've played on and off on and off. Um, so I can't really tell. But a while, a while, it feels like. What do you think keeps you coming back to Destiny? What is it that you find appealing about it today? I I think it's definitely the community and just just like how everybody is is towards each other. I guess it's really nice to see. I know there's a lot of toxicity out there still, but I mean, what kind of what game doesn't have that? You know, and it's the rare, community Destiny. is really strong. People, it is rare. People, I feel like it you is. know their duty as a guardian carries over into the player behind the controller you know For they sure. these guys that we play with they're phenomenal almost always now you can lose your temper you can right. you know, get up from the playing table and be like you know i can't believe i let myself do that you know three hours deathless and then i die at the final boss by a slip off the side i mean we've all done it right we've all done that oh yeah for sure but now that sure. it's easy over to, do. to Val, uh, Val underscore ATL, uh, tell us a little bit about your experience in gaming, Val, and uh, what you find appealing in Destiny, and what character did you start first in Destiny 2? Well, I kind of followed the same line as where you were, except I didn't start out on Atari 2600. The machine I had was just a machine itself, and all it did was Pong. There wasn't anything else it did. And then they come out with another machine where it had basketball and you can plug in the cartridges. That might have been the Atari when that came out on that point. But yeah, I was back in the in the Pong days myself and the video arcades of the quarter machines. And, and like you said, Mr. the Pac-Man was probably the first one. Galaga, Dig Dug, all of those games were the ones I played. And then followed the same thing with college and work that kind of took me from it. But I still, you know, bought machines and things over the years. I had a PS2, had a PS3, and a bunch of guys I worked with uh, all were playing Guitar Hero. And they were telling me about that. And I had, of course, go out and buy all the discs of those. And I played Guitar Hero for years. And uh, then uh, Havoc and uh, you yourself uh, introduced me to the uh, world of Destiny and Destiny 1. And of course, at the time I was on PlayStation, I had to go out and get an Xbox because that you couldn't crossplay back in those days. It wasn't a thing. And uh, started out uh, on the Cosmodrome as a hunter. The very first character that I ever built was a hunter. And I played on that for about uh, two or three minutes. And then I built a mm -hmm. Warlock and I found the self-res and I really mm -hmm. needed that self-res <laughs> Uh, it helped a lot. Up. It came in handy. Oh my God! That uh, that yeah. self res. Uh, self -res. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because Siva heroic strikes when yes. those came out. Yes. And we were down in the silo and we were fighting the gigantic ogre and its massive blast of an eyeball. And I was so glad you were self res. Yeah. Otherwise, God, I don't think we would have ever completed no, that for sure. No. 
Yeah, if you didn't have a warlock and the group would self-res on it when the team was going down, that was the only way to get up. And yeah. uh, that took your super, but at least it was something that you could use. And I've been on a warlock ever since. I, I play all three characters, but uh, every game we play, even now in D2, you have to have a warlock on the field. There's just, you know, with the well and the ground, and, and there's just always got to be one there. So, and then that's, that's just kind of me. I enjoy it. I know a lot of people don't like the floatiness of it. Uh, but, you know, that's something you kind of learn on how to push it to the ground and, and do things with it. So I play all three characters, but I always return back to Warlock. That's just where I, I feel most comfortable with. And uh, What's yeah, that, your earliest memory, uh, Val, of D1? What You know, you were born a Warlock, or you were born a Hunter, you born said, a hunter, right? Yeah. Hunter. Born a Hunter, yeah. What's your earliest memory of D1? I remember running through the Cosmodrome and, and, and trying to get my way out of there. And and you and Havoc were trying to tell me, I don't know if we were on the phone or what was going on, trying to tell me how to get through the the maze of cars that were broken down in the thing. I remember that and trying to get through oh, the, yeah. trying to get into the building to get my first gun, the Kavistov, I think it's what, or something. And, I think uh, it was, solve, yeah. I think. Yeah, I remember getting the first gun. And then I think the biggest impact was I, I think faded we I came in about the same time you did in the Taken King with the Siva. And I remember uh Lord Saladin and uh all of his uh lords, I don't know what to call them. I don't remember what they were, but I, I remember when she ran through the door and then the door sealed with the Siva That's right. locking them in there. And then yes. we went in there and did a strike or something later on, and they were all, you know, hanging there, you know, up in the sky. Mm -hmm. That that was kind of a, one of those moments just like, wow, you know, they've they really put some emphasis into this game yeah. that they kept kept them in stasis there mm -hmm. all that time. It was just crazy. The Iron Lords were trapped in that mission. Yeah. The cutscene showed us with Lord Saladin and his Iron Lords. Uh, and they sealed one of his fire team members sealed the Siva doors to prevent the nanites from escaping the Siva. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we later fought our way into that, and we actually found those Iron Lords transformed by Siva, yeah. Yeah. but still living. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was a shocking. It yeah. was a shocking mission. Because you're thinking these guys have been here for hundreds, hundreds. of years, mm -hmm. yep. hundreds of years, kept alive in an altered form by Siva. Yep. I mean, they were not themselves because we had to battle them. We oh. had to battle them, and once it once it was over and we conquered it, uh, we pushed back the darkness, Guardians. We conquered that. Mm -hmm. We we found the helmet. Uh, to one of his fire team members and gave it to Saladin. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a traumatic, revealing moment, which brings me to the storytelling. The storytelling in Destiny is above and beyond what many games are able to give you. And I think that keeps a lot of people bringing coming back. Mm -hmm. You yeah, know, I agree. One of my favorite yeah, things sure. right now is, uh, you know, I'm I'm rooting for Keitel. We've not heard from her in a few weeks, a couple of months, but she played a big part in the last season, and I am rooting for her. Uh, she's just been, you know, a heroine, a hero, 
an exceptional character that I've come to appreciate and like. She stood by us. She stood with us. She's had our back. Faded, you know, what part of the story do you find to be most appealing? And, you know, what do you find replayable? Uh, you know, let us know. What do you think? Yeah, I have to agree with you, Ransom. The storytelling is one of my favorite, if not my most favorite parts of Destiny. I'm huge into the lore. The, the world of Destiny is much larger than you can ever imagine. Uh, mm -hmm. There's so much that goes into it, and it's truly an incredible place. I mean, we are these paracausal beings that are gifted with these incredible powers and an incredible duty to protect the last city of humanity. I mean, when you think about it, that is a huge, huge job. There are children, and the future of humanity itself is relying on us. We have these crazy, you know, aliens and uh, otherworldly beings, you know, trying every bit they can to shut us down. Uh, hey, you know, if you had to pick, if you had to pick one of those characters, who would who would be your favorite? Oh man, I was a big Kate Six fan, but oh, uh, Kate Six. Yes, yes, but for the sake of... Rest in peace. Yes, yes, yes rest in peace. Uh, but for the sake of, you know, uh, current times, I would have to say uh, the Exo Stranger. I'm waiting for her to come back. I really thought she was cool. Uh, so maybe we'll see Elsie Bray again sometime in the future. Yeah, I, I like the dynamic faded that Elsie had with her sister, you know, I really felt like the dynamic there can be explored and that we should get more story from the Bray yes. sisters. I was just thinking about I was just thinking about that, like just five seconds ago about the Bray sisters. And like, I want to see them. I want to see more of them. I want to see what what Anna's doing with Rasputin, because we know he's in yeah. an exo body right right now. I don't know if that happened yet. He's um, in a, and that he's walking around in Graham, you know, he Rasputin is, he was rescued from Mars. Mars was taken by the darkness and he's, he's in an experimental in Graham. Have it. Do you think Anna will bring him back? Rasputin? Yes. yes. I think that somehow she just has this sense of duty because her family had, you know, had ties to Rasputin and she has this weird, like sisterly thing like oh i need to bring him back and or maybe even motherly i mean i don't I, I don't know if i'd go that far but something in her wants to bring him back and i definitely think that that's going to happen and i don't i just don't know if he would still be good or bad i think he is kind of neutral you know i know he did his whole thing with the hyperion whatever the cabal ship was with that the community where it blew up do you remember the, all, the almighty yes, yes the, the almighty yeah that was a good one. right but so how did, I, you had to choose a character. Who who's your favorite? Oh man, um, that's a hard choice. It is because I really was just thinking about the stranger, but I also am really kind of more partial to Anna. You know, Anna is the first guardian ever, really, in our in our line of work to come up and say, "Hey, I got you. I'm with you here. Like I'm on the ground. Zavala's up in his tower. I'm here with you. Let's go do some some stuff." And that that resonated with with a lot of people and and kind of with me. It's just like, oh, this here's this, you know, ba chick, and she's willing to she's willing to sacrifice herself for us, and that's rare in our yeah, in our line of work. Anna, Anna was in Lord Shax's fire team that made the final stand at the Battle of Twilight Gap. Anna Bray was oh, there. She so is, cool. Uh, 
Yeah, that she played a huge part. Yeah, I, guys, I look at Anna Bray. She is the Ripley of D two. She is, yes, she absolutely is. You don't mess with Hard her. Agree. You're gonna get your behind handed to you if you think you're gonna pull one over on Anna Bray. I mean, three shout out for her because she sure. is she is that character that you're looking for to have your back. Yeah. She really now, is. Now, who is your favorite character currently in uh, Destiny? You know, or, would... or or even in the past, who's your favorite character that you really felt a connection with or inspired by? Who would you pick? You know, I think it's got to be. It's either I'm having a brain lapse of what the the one that builds the ships in the in the hangar and the tower. You know, the holiday, the holiday. Yeah. Yes, she was there yeah. with us in D one. And every once in a while, she gets into a scene where she's bringing you in a ship or she's rescuing you in a ship or something like that. So, you know, she's always been there right on the cutting edge of a lot of those things. I remember when the cabal uh, come in and took over everything. She was there with us, you know, uh, fighting with the ships and things when that uh, the sun eater, the planet eater was trying to do everything. I remember that one kind of vividly yeah. as it stood out. So, yeah, I think. You know she's right. she's been there even uh, the reason I think Carl, she was. I like her. her too. I feel like we need yeah. development on her. Amanda Holiday right. is yeah. one of those characters. This is what I'm going to say about Amanda Holiday. All right, here it goes. I'm going to say uh, this out loud and out live, and it's recorded. She <laughs> has never left us stuck right. on a planet. Yep. That's true. Iris Morn, Guardians, I know you're not going <laughs> to like this. I know you are not going to like this. But Iris Morn has said, I will pull you out, Guardian. I will pull you out. Now, don't get me wrong. Iris gave me some raisins back in D1, and we've been close <laughs> ever since. But uh, twice, Iris has said, I will pull you out. Guess what she didn't do? She didn't pull us out. She has left us stranded twice. Has twice. Amanda Holiday ever left me stranded? No. Nope. That ship is there, and she has pulled me out of danger. She has saved me, kept me living to fight the battle another day. So thank you, Val, for recognizing Amanda Holiday <laughs> as one of the true heroes of our yeah. game. Yeah, she for must sure. be on the lower level. She may be stuck in the basement with the chicken and the spare parts, <laughs> but girl has it going on. Yeah, yep. she doesn't even um, have the light. No, nope. yeah, that's true. She's her. risking her neck. Nope. Yep. She's mortal. The only thing I can say is, Amanda, give us a ship with guns. Yes. Ships with guns, please. I am tired of flying the solar system, which is littered with billions and billions of enemies, <laughs> and all I've got is a hand cannon. Give me a gun on my ship. Sure. And having said that, she's also over the Sparrow program. Yep. Give me some double some double guns on my Sparrow. And Amanda. as Havoc has said many a times, where's our horn? We want the horn yes, back. Yes, where's yeah. the Sparrow <laughs> horn? That, that should have been an easy fix. Hashtag Give us a horn. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start that as a campaign. Guys, I think the one thing is we, you know, the games are very replayable. The characters yeah. are in-depth, well-drawn the the gameplay itself is exceptional. I've played a lot of games. I probably have several hundred games on my system, 
-hmm. and I come back daily, almost daily, to Destiny 1, Destiny 2. Uh, Destiny 2 is my favorite game ever. And there's just hundreds of reasons for that. I want to take a moment just to shout out at Bungie Destiny uh, because they have allowed this platform to exist and we have got to meet all these fantastic characters in game. But above it all are the fantastic characters that we get to meet, you know, through the game, the people behind yes. the controller, the guardians <laughs> that sit in their chair, their sofa, their office, playing this game day in, day out. They're the true heroes. They're the true heroes because true they heroes. make the community what it is today, special and all, you know, everyone's welcome. Just a few days ago, I played with a couple of guys that were in the fourth grade. You know, young guardians starting on their Very. journey. And it was an honor and a privilege for me to play with those guys. Uh, and it was just, it was bright. I felt like a bright light had been turned on in the darkness when I was playing with uh, those fourth graders. They just had such a phenomenal outlook and it uh, was all fresh That's and great. new to them where for yeah, us, that is really you know, we've cool. been playing for seven years or longer. Uh, it seems like some of these missions have been around for a long time. I'm mm -hmm. looking at you mission on the EDZ where we have to rescue the water supply treatment, Lake of Shadows. Uh, yeah. You've been around for a while, Lake of Shadows, you know, get a refresh. But uh, inverted spire. Yes, uh, yeah. yes, inverted spire. Although <laughs> one of the ones that initially I disliked uh, was the arms dealer. Now I think it ranks as one of my favorites. Yep. Yeah, that oh, yeah. What your favorite? Yeah. You had to choose a strike. Uh, ha what, let's start with Faded. Faded, what is your favorite strike? In Destiny 2, I would have to say one strike that I'm always uh, ready and excited to play is the Warden. Uh, I, I believe, what is it called? The one Warden of, of Nothing. nothing. Warden of Nothing, yes. Mm -hmm. The Prison of Elders. I, I, I love the callback to the Prison of Elders. I think it's cool that there's like a, a rogue warden that's posing as Varix's voice in there. I love the Grandmaster, and uh, I just think it's really cool. Strike. And it really faded. That one's peppered with a good quantity of enemies. There's mm -hmm. different events inside the strike, and it seems to move quickly. Yeah. You know, you that one trains. does not seem to bog down, it moves quickly. Yes, yes. Vex and Cabal and Prison of Elders. What's not to love? Havoc, oh, yeah. what about you? What's your favorite strike? Uh, I kind of impartial to the one with the giant. What's the giant peon? That's well, not well, that's, it, but it's That's Cabal, and we go down Cargan. Uh, it's on this. Cargan. Yeah. 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 It's in the Arcadian Valley. Yeah. That Inside one. Terminus. Such yeah, inside terminus. Inside thank terminus. You, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I really Cargan. Like He's an mm -hmm. evil, nasty little uh, cabal. He is yeah, a scion is. that's way. Somebody gave him growth hormone when he was younger, <laughs> and now he's gigantic. Yeah. Uh, but do you remember Havoc back in the day when Cargan just kept growing, mm -hmm. and he got so large he was hitting his head on the ceiling in that strike? Yeah, yeah. One Whoa. day we were running it, and he was like the size of a skyscraper, and it just made no sense. Like I had no idea. Like and Ransom, I think noticed a couple of days 
prior saying like, oh, he's growing. And I'm like, no way. And um, yeah, what like, he was a skyscraper. This, or is Cargan like five feet taller than he was the last time we were in here? He's yeah. growing. It was and crazy. then uh, Bungie Destiny announced later that uh, there was some type of glitch where he did get larger and larger and larger. So yeah. that's your favorite Havoc? Yeah, I like that one. Even in uh, Grandmasters, it's not it's not a bad run. Now, Val, what about you? What's your favorite strike? I think it has to be the arms dealer. I, you know, I was so hoping when they brought the silencer screams from D1 to D2 on the Cosmodrome. I can't think what that was called. I was so hoping that that was going to turn into... That was Omnigool. Omnigool back yeah, in the Destiny 1, and it just it didn't have the appeal to it that the original one did. They but, redid uh, that, and it's now Navoda. Yeah, Navoda right. is what it Navoda, is. But she's, of a, she's hollow compared to what Omnigool was. Yeah. I really uh, Omnigool was a take no prisoners type of hive. And when you got into it with her, boy, you knew you had been into it yeah. with her. Yeah, I missed that one. I missed that from D1. I guess it, the arms dealers probably. And I like the trains and the one that faded, you know, was talking about yes. with the, I don't know, something about the trains. I really, really like that a lot too. So, and Ransom, I'd like to shout out from Destiny 1. The Dark Blade strike. I know we had the oh, light yes. blade oh, here, yeah. but the Dark Blade of Destiny 1 was really oh, cool. cool. The Dark Blade. Yes. He was down in the sewers of the Dreadnought. Yes. Vanished to the darkness because he dared to try to usurp. Word of the day, usurp. He tried <laughs> to usurp. Uh, he tried to take Oryx down. <laughs> and, and he was vanished. Now, you like that one, Faded? Yes, I used to love it when it was the nightfall because back on strike specific loot you could get his helmet, uh, and it was very very. Oh, cool. okay. You could uh, get a Titan helmet that looked just like his. Uh, it, it, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I just ran that in D one about two weeks ago. Awesome. I went in solo, uh, and then I went in with a fellow clan mate, and we ran that. You know, in D one, that was really tough. It, it was challenging to me as a new guardian and as a seasoned guardian, you know, with seven years of missions and playing behind me, that thing was still tough. And then I look at Alakul because Alakul now is lucent. He's been blessed by the light of the traveler to have a ghost. Uh, guardians, if you've played, you know that it's on the throne world and Alakul now, instead of having, you know, dark grayish brown armor, he has a lighter white-ish colored armor. He's Blow rough in today. He's rough today. He was rough back then. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I remember doing that. Havoc may remember this with me. There was a special was version of that. it where you had to kill the Dark Blade, you know, in that mission. And you had to kill one of his special lieutenants and it had to be done within three seconds of each other. I remember that. And remember now, I was relatively new to the controller. You know, it was the controller. It wasn't me, okay? <laughs> and uh, I actually decided to do a arc, you know, basically a crash slam down. And, uh, you know, I actually ended up killing both Alakul and his lieutenant. And Havoc thought I had just killed Alakul. 
And he went ballistic for about <laughs> what two to three seconds. I remember that. About? I was so mad. I was so mad, and I still can like even muster up the anger of that specific moment too. Like it's, it's yeah. <laughs> I remember that, and I don't. Me. I don't even remember why though. Even though I was screaming, I got him. I got. Him. <laughs> I was so angry. Oh man, I remember. Ooh, I was lit I for you, a couple I of days. You quit playing with me for two or three I days. Did. <laughs> I did. I was that man. Was that oh, for the man. dark drinker sword? I think that was for yes. the sword. Yes, it, it was. was yes, David. you had to kill yes. them in a specific order, and you had to be the one who killed them. I thought, or whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm still. I'm. Ooh, I wish you had not I'm said that. Mad about it today. I'm lit up again. Even you got me. We were successful. <laughs> He's gonna rage quit the the podcast. Rage, I'm done. <laughs> I did. It was a mistake, Guardians. And for just a moment, I thought, "Oh no, I have ruined this." And, and it I was, felt terrible. It was an hour and fifteen battle, fifteen minute battle for us to get to the sewers of the Dreadnought to Bad. find Ala Cool. We had yeah. to go through millions of Taken and Shriekers and Normal Hive and thrall on the bridge by the thousands it was tough it was tough and it was rough uh i kind of want to pull it all together on that guys just reminiscing about some of these wonderful times if you're a viewer listener or you're hanging out with us in game i want to invite you to participate with us uh we we're friendly we're friendly i may look rough yeah. and aggressive but we're a friendly bunch uh, we all have different parts of the game that we really love, and we do play all parts of the game, from the lowest everyday strike to the most difficult raid. Uh, we're in it. We do it. We've been there. We know what it's like to climb that ladder, to work on your power levels, to grab those better guns. You know, we've we've all been in that struggle and we are yeah. with you as guardians. We sure. support you. We are with you. Whether you are young, old, or in between, this game has something for you. And I want to invite you to come and hang out with us. And guys, this was our first, this is our first podcast. But I just want to invite you to come back with us and hang out because we're going to be talking about the bright moments of the game the dark moments of the game, the history, the future of it, characters, guns, planets. We haven't even discussed what our favorite planets, our favorite weapons, our favorite oh, yeah, works. Yeah. We haven't talked about PvE versus PvE. So guys, we have just thousands of things that we need to talk about. And I am excited to be able to share that with you our listeners, our viewers, our fellow guardians. Uh, I want everyone just to have a couple of moments to give their final uh, parting thoughts. Uh, Faded, we'll start with you. Yeah, absolutely. First, I want to say thank you for having me. I'm so, like you were just saying, I'm so excited for the future of Destiny, for the future of this podcast. We have so much to discuss, uh, so many good times to come ahead and like Ransom was saying, Guardians, we want you to join us every step of the way. Be here with us every week as we continue to bring this Coterie Symposium to you. Um, you I know you can always find Ransom in game, very friendly. And uh, if you see me around, I'll be glad to help you as well. Havoc and Ball, I'm sure, also. And uh, shout out to Havoc for getting 
Ransom and Vall introduced to this game because they are incredible guardians. So a uh, big shout out to you for uh, introducing them to, to Destiny. And uh, yeah, Thank I'm you, so Tony. excited for the future and uh, can't wait. Even though Faded Havoc was the first guardian to kill me dead in game with the sparrow. <laughs> I said it. I got it out. You killed me dead, Havoc. You killed me dead. I've never forgotten. <laughs> I think he did it's it yesterday learning. too, didn't he? I, he tries to run over Probably. me every chance again. I got to keep you on your toes. It's a learning experience. <laughs> keep the heart beating. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move into uh, Vol, and then we'll finish with Havoc. Vol, what would you like to say before we depart? I just really appreciate it. I think we've had some good conversation, and I look forward to the way this is going to build and uh, and the participation that we're going to have uh, from this group. And uh, we hope everybody enjoys, and we'll come back and listen to us in the future. So that's about it. I appreciate everybody that's listening to us and now and in the future, and. Uh, Listen to what we've got to say about our favorite game, Destiny 2. And Destiny having, before 2. we close out, what would you like to say to our listeners, viewers, fellow Guardians? All the views and watches and shares and everything is so appreciated. Everyone has been amazing so far in this journey. And I really do look forward to seeing how this all shapes up. I just, you know, it's uh working out good and it, it feels good and it seems like everyone's enjoying it and helping out a lot the help alone from uh you know uh, a few of these random people has just been so generous and it, it's amazing and uh, it's really appreciated really appreciated thank you thank you guys so i am guys. i am ransom rider and i am talking discussing playing my favorite game destiny 2 I want you guys to come and hang out with us and have fun and get to know us and this game and enjoy the community that we can all share together. And please join us for future episodes. Uh, you have meaning and we want to see you. We want to see you in game. I am Ransom Rider. We are live around the world. We have guardians in almost every single country on the face of this earth. They're all important to us. Thank you, and please enjoy this and come back and hang out with us. And we will catch you very yep. soon. I'm Ransom Ryder. Bye. 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 Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>